How you doing there? Welcome back to Babylon Talmud series. The Neflamid Aleph, the 31 of the second time, friends. Mm, well, mm, well, mm, mm. um, more Nadarim stuff. If you make a nether, who does it include and who does it exclude? Then we get to a little bit of like somewhat arguably a little bit complicated stuff at some point. Um, towards the end. Here we go. We're going to start off with Lamed Aleph, Lamed Aleph, all the way to the top. Hanoder Mishov Say Shabbos, also be Yisrael, also be Kutim. So if he makes a nether that he's not going to get any benefit from those who um, rest on Shabbos. So he can't get benefit from Yisrael's and he can't get benefit from Kutim. Kutim, of course, we've learned about in the past, are those people that converted to Judaism just to be spared from the lions and get protection, but not actually, they weren't necessarily particularly gung-ho about, you know, following all the halachists and stuff. So we say that if somebody says that he's going to get benefit, that he's not, he's making it a vow against getting benefit from um, people who rest on the Sabbath, so he can't get benefit from Yisrael's, but also Bekutim, as well as Kutim. Alright? And when it comes to, right, if he says he's not going to get benefit from people who eat garlic on Friday nights, so that applies to, um, Yidin as well as Kutim. Meole Yerushalayim also be so mutter bekutim. But if he says he's not going to get benefit from those people who uh, um, 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 partake in the pilgrimages, the, the, the thrice yearly pilgrimages to Jerusalem, so then he is also to uh, Yisrael's, but but uh, he'd be permitted to Kutis. Now, the Gemara is going to explain the uh, different segmentations over here. My Shov Sesha, but how do we define those people who rest on the Sabbath. If it means just from people who rest on the Sabbath. So why are we saying that, um, you know, so, so also be Israel and Kutim, but even of the Kochavim, if they, if they rest on the Sabbath, then he should be also from getting benefit from them as well. No, so rather it must be people who are commanded, who have the mitzvah of Shabbos. So that's, Yisrael's, as well as Kutim, right? Kutim, if they converted to Judaism, so then they have the mitzvah of Shabbos as well. Uh, as opposed to an Ovikuchom, doesn't have a mitzvah of Shabbos, even if they rest one day a week, but there's no mitzvah per se. But if it's about the mitzvah, say, Masefa, what about the last part of the Mishnah? That if he says that he's not going to get benefit from the Ole Yerushalayim, those who do the thrice yearly pilgrimage to Jerusalem, so then Right, so if he's not going to get benefit from those people, so he can't get benefit from those people, but he can get benefit from the Kutim. But am I? How come? The Mitzvah Ninu, they also have the Mitzvah, if they converted to Judaism, so then they also have the Mitzvah of the thrice yearly pilgrimages to Jerusalem, even if they don't do it. So I'm Rabbi Mitzvah Katoni. So Abai says, well, the mission is talking about uh, people who not only do they have the mitzvah, but they actually do the mitzvah. So, when it comes to the first two uh, um, cases in the Mishnah, Yisrael v'kutim mitzuvin v'osim, ovdei kuchavim, haudei avdei osim v'enim mitzuvin. So, in the first two cases, when it comes to um, uh, Shabbos, and when it comes to um, um, uh, people who eat garlic, so, the so by Yidin, not only do they have the mitzvah, Right, so so not only do they have the mitzvah, but they also do it. Not a, and the kutis as well, right? They also do it. The mitzvah of shum of garlic on Friday night seems to be related to uh, the mitzvah of uh, having beer on Friday night, and the garlic uh, helps the, your appetite for beer. 
So therefore, okay, so both Yisraels and Kutim, when it comes to Shabbos, when it comes to garlic, so then uh, they both not only have the mitzvah, but they actually do it. So therefore, if, if a fellow says he's not going to get benefit from Shovse Shabbos or Ochle Shum, so then he cannot get benefit from Yisraels and from Kutis. But Ba'oli Rishalayim, when it comes to the thrice yearly pilgrimage to Jerusalem, Yisrael Mitzvah Ve'osin, Kusim Mitzvah Ve'en and Osin, the, the Yidin have the mitzvah and they do it. Um, whereas the of the, the Kutim, they have the mitzvah to be Ola Regal, but they don't actually do it. And therefore, if he says that he's not going to get benefit from those who do the, the thrice yearly pilgrimage, so then that only includes um, the Yidin who actually do it, but not the Kutim, because even though they have the mitzvah, they don't actually do it. Says the Mishnah, the fellow says he's not going to get any benefit from the sons of Noach. So he's permitted to get um, um, uh, um, benefit from the yin, just not from the Ovdei Kuchov. In fact, but aren't Yisrael's, aren't Yidin also, don't they come from the children of Noach? Noach had three children, Shem, Chom, and Yafes. We come from Shem. So we, we're, you know, Yidin are technically B'nai Noyach. So Kevin the Igdish Avram, Iskiru al that once Avram, right, once there was Avram, so then the Yidin are, 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 you know, um, 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 go based on his name, right, associated with him. So even though, yes, technically, um, you know, we also come from Noach, but we, we don't, we're not referred as, to as B'nai Noach anymore, we're referred to as B'nai Avram. Okay. Now says the Mishnah, She'eni nene lezer Avram, if a fellow says he's not going to get benefit from the offspring of Abraham, also be Israel, so he can't get benefit from Yidin, but he's permitted to get benefit from the Ovdei Kuchavim, but Yishmael, but wasn't Yishmael also a child of Avram? So then um, he should be also by, by, by Yishmael as well. It says, yeah, but his, your offspring is going to be from Yitzchok, not from Yishmael. Ve'aika Esav, but what about Esav, right? They're all, they kochavim. So, bi Yitzchak v'lo ko It says, ki bi Yitzchak yikar l'chazara. That from Yitzchak will be considered uh, your offspring, but not all of Yitzchak's children, right? Not Esav, right? Bi Yitzchak, from among um, uh, uh, Isaac's offspring will be considered the, uh, you know, offspring of the Jewish people. And uh, that is referring to Yaakov, not referring to Esav. Okay. Now, we get to a Mishnah, which, uh, yeah, this gets a little bit, uh, a little bit technical, but, uh, we should be able to handle it. She'eni nanami Yisrael. Says the Mishnah, if a fellow says that he's not going to get benefit from any Yidin. Well, if he's not going to get any benefit from Yidin, so if you're going to do business with Yidin, so then you have to make sure that whatever you buy, you're going to overpay for. And whatever you're going to sell, you're going to sell at a, at a loss. Right? Because you can't get any benefit, right? You can't get, uh, any benefit from the, uh, Yid. And therefore, lokeh biyoser. So, if you're gonna do business with the Yid, you have to overpay. And if you're selling to Yid, you have to sell it for, at a loss, for less than its value. And that way, you're not getting any benefit from, uh, from, from, from these transactions with the Yid. And if a fellow says, that a Yid cannot get benefit from me, well then, he has to make sure that um he's buying low right he's 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 um right that um that um right that he's uh, buying for under the uh value right so meaning if right we're saying that a, a, a yid cannot get any benefit from me so then 
if the yid is going to be selling him something, the yid must be selling at a loss. And if um, the fellow is going to be selling epis to this yid, he's going to have to overcharge for it. So that um, either way, this yid is not going to be benefiting from doing business with this fellow. Right? If he's uh, buying, he's going to be overpaying. And if he's selling, he's going to be... Um, 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 but basically, if this guy is buying from a yid, so then, so then he's going to be um, 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 sell, uh, buying low and selling high, right? He's going to be under underballing the yid, and he's going to be selling to the yid at a uh, premium. Therefore, the yid won't be getting any benefit from doing business with this fellow. Bain showman low. Now, needless to say, people aren't right. The yidin are probably not going to want to do business with this fellow. If doing business with him means that um, he's going to be uh, buying low and selling high, so li. And if he says that um, you know they can't get benefit from me, and I can't, I won't get benefit from them. So, uh, well, then he can't do any business with the Yidin. He's just going to have to do business with the Ovde uh, Kuchavim. Okay, fine. Now, Omer Shmuel says, Shmuel, Alokech Klimena Umon Levakro Venenos Beaduchayv. Okay, so Shmuel says, so basically, to, in order to understand this Gemara, you have to um, understand the different type of custodians, right? The people who like watch objects and stuff. So, there's Shomer Chinam, Shomer Sacher, and uh, a shoyel, okay. A shomer chinam is a fellow who's doing a favor, right? Ruven asked Shimon, Shimon, can you can you watch my cow for me? Shimon's not being paid or anything; he's just doing a favor to Ruven. So in that case, he has the least uh, level of of uh, responsibility. If it's right, Kineva Vaveda, if it gets stolen or lost, Shimon, the the custodian, is going to be a potter. Uh, certainly, if some kind of ones, something that was unavoidable or unpredictable happened, so of course Shimon would be potter. Now, if it's a somer socher, if it is, um, if Shimon was being paid for being a custodian, paid to watch this animal, so then he's going to be chayev for gineva vaveda if it gets lost or if it gets stolen. So Shimon's going to be chayev. However, if an ones happened, if something completely unpredictable beyond his uh, control happens, so then Shimon would be. Potter, and the third, the third category is um, is um, is the category of uh, a shoyel, somebody who's borrowing. Now, in that case, if Shimon is borrowing an animal from Reuven, all of the benefit is Shimon's, right? Shimon's not paying for it; he's getting to use Shimon's animal without Shimon gaining any. Without Reuven gaining, Shimon can use Reuven's animal without Reuven gaining anything in return. So, in that case, it's what's called kolanoa shelo. That that the, the sole benefit is is is, is Shimon's, not Ruvain's, and in that case, Shimon is going to be chayiv even for own its own sin. Even if something unpredictable happened, that there's no way that he could have predicted it, still is going to be chayiv. If it's a situation of kolano shelo, that that right, that he, all the benefit is 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 his, and a borrower, all the benefit is the borrower's. The um the person who lent it is not uh, gaining anything by it, and in that case, the borrower is going to be chayiv even for own sin. Now. Shmuel is saying that if a fellow um, goes to buy Epis, goes to buy Epis and he says, look, I want to inspect it before I buy it, and then something happens to it, right? Something beyond this control, an ones happens, Shmuel says he's going to be chayev, that the 
that the uh, that the fellow who is inspecting before the purchase is going to be chayv. So we see that that must therefore also be a situation that that all of the benefit is the um, buyers, and therefore uh, because the benefit is the buyers, um, if anything happens to it while he's inspecting it, so then he's going to be. Uh, liable for it. So again, so says Amr Shmuel says Shmuel, if a fellow is purchasing or considering a purchase from a craftsman, the Vakro, and he's, he's, he's inspecting it, and then something beyond his control happened while he was inspecting it. So we say that the, um, fellow, the inspector, the guy who's going to be, um, buying, purchasing it is he. So we see that according to Shmuel, the benefit is the, is to the um, is to the purchaser, right? The, the, all of the benefit goes to the purchaser, and therefore, if something happens to it, that that's why the purchaser is going to be chayv. Now, but Tanan, we learn in our Mishnah, Sheni Nen that if a fellow says, "I'm not going to be getting any benefit from any yidn," so mocher bipachis, so he has to, um, if he says he's not going to be getting benefit from any yidn. So then if he's selling to um, a, a Yid, he has to sell at a loss, right? And that way he's not getting any benefit uh, from a Yid. If he sells it at a profit, he's going to be getting benefit from the Yid. So he has to sell it at a loss. But Avol Shavu B'Shavu we were saying he would have to sell it at a loss, but he wouldn't be able to sell it at a, uh, you know, at, at, at face value. But if we're saying, if Shmuel is saying that Kol no, right, what do we say? Um, that the benefit in the uh, sale goes to the purchaser, so then shouldn't this fellow be able to sell at, at, at face value, and it's the purchaser who's getting the value, not him. So he wouldn't be considered benefiting from a yid. And if it's like Shmuel says, that the benefit is of the uh, purchaser, so then shouldn't this fellow even be able to say uh, sell at face value, since the purchaser... Right, the, the value goes, the benefit goes to the purchaser, not the seller. So, Masnisin Bizavino Diromi Al Ape. So, says the Gemara, well, our Mishnah is talking about a commodity business. Our Mishnah is talking about a situation where there isn't much differentiation between, between products and, and the seller is just happy to get rid of it. Right, it's something that, uh, there's a lot of competition. It's not so positive for the seller to sell. And therefore, just the fact that he sells it is beneficial to the seller. And that's why we're saying that, uh, Dafki would have to sell it at a loss in order to, uh, refrain from getting benefit from a yid. But if you would sell it at face value, you, he would be the one getting benefit because it's a commodity business where everyone, where, where there's not a lot of differentiation. It's difficult to, to make, to, 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 to sell. Imkain, if that's the case that we're talking about where it's a commodity business, uh, where there's not much uh, value over there and he just wants to get rid of it. Ema Reisha. But what do we say in the first part? That, right, we said that if this fellow is unwilling, right, he's saying he's not going to get any benefit from Yidin. So, Lokeach Biyoser. He can, um, purchase for, um, right, he, he can, he can overpay. He can overpay. We're saying that he's allowed to overpay. He's allowed to overpay. He can't pay face value. Um, and if we're saying that, right, that we're talking about a commodity business where the, the seller just wants to get rid of it and he'll benefit from just selling it. So why can't this guy buy at face value? It's the benefit goes to the seller if we're talking about a commodity business. And the Odin more. So Ama Sefer, what did the second part of the Mishnah say? She saw Nen and Lee. If he says that uh, no Yidin can get benefit from me, 
No yidin are going to benefit from me. Lokach b'pachis. So we say, well, in that case, if he's buying, he's going to have to buy for cheap, so that the yid, so that the yid is losing. And if he's selling to the yid, he's got to sell at a premium, so that the yid is overpaying, and that way, no yid is going to be getting benefit from him. And if we're talking about a commodity business, but if that's the case, that we're talking about commodity business, so then we should say that, right, we're saying that that if he's selling it, he has to sell it for, right, for, 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 for a premium, and that way the, 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 the yid is not getting benefit. But if we're talking about a commodity business where, where it's the seller who benefits from the sale because he's able to, right, just from being able to make the sale, he's benefiting. Well, then he should be even, even able to sell it at face value. And selling at face value, the benefit will go to the seller, not to the yid. So, Seifa b'zavina kharifa. So, we say, well, the second part of the mission is talking about zavina kharifa, is talking about punk fakert, where actually it's something that, um, that actually, actually, you know, people really want to buy. It's not a commodity business where it's difficult to sell. It's actually something where it's um, easier to sell, and 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 people want to buy it, and therefore the benefit is going to the buyer, and that's why he would be unable to to sell it at face value because the the buyer, the yid, would be getting benefit. If that's the case, but then when we say that he has to buy it at a loss, well, then shouldn't he be able to? Um, um, I'm sorry, wait, wait, what, no. Well, yeah, many, if, if we we're saying that he has to dafka underpay for it, but shouldn't he be able to just pay face value for it? And in that, and, 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 and he would be the one benefiting because we're saying that if it's talking about, uh, you know, something that, um, is easy for the seller to sell and people want to buy it, so then let him buy it at face value. And he, as the buyer, is going to be the one benefiting, not the it. So rather, our Mishnah is talking about, Things that aren't a commodity that are difficult to sell, and it's also not things that are uh, people are like you know looking like crazy to buy. It's somewhere in the um, middle, and that is why selling at face value, um, you know, would kind of not be enough. You would have to, uh, you know, if, if if he's saying that the yid can't get benefit from him, so and you would have to dafka pay less and and, and sell high. And if it's pungfakir, if he's not going to get benefit from the yid, so then he would uh, have to um, overpay or under. So, and Shmuel, when he says that the that the that the buyer is the one who is benefiting, that is talking about um, a situation where it's something that is very easy to sell and and hard to buy. So therefore, it is the um, it's the buyer who's getting the benefit. We have a Brisa supporting Shmuel. A fellow who is purchasing um, vessels from a craftsman, and he wants to send them to his father-in-law's house. And he says to the craftsman, look, I'm going to send these items to my father-in-law, and if they're happy with them, well then, if they accept them from me, well then I will pay you for them. Right? So he's, he's willing to pay for them. He's willing to be a buyer. But if they aren't into them, well then I'll just pay you for sort of whatever clout that I got, for whatever you know value there is from like at least offering to send these things to them, even if they didn't actually keep it, but at least it shows my goodwill and you know I benefit in some way. So I'll pay you for 
that, right? So he says, right, so, right, right, so again, so he says that, um, you know, he's, he says to the, cra- the craftsman, look, can you, you give me these things and I'll send them to my, uh, in-laws, to my, um, to my father-in-law. And if he likes it, I'll pay you for it. So at that point, he's a potential, um, buyer. Now, if the father-in-law sends them back because he's not into them, so then he's no longer a buyer anymore. And we're saying then, Suba if some kind of an ones happens on the way to the father-in-law, Chayev, he's going to be Chayev because we're saying that, um, as a buyer, he would be Chayev. But on the way back, if the father-in-law is not into it and he's sending it back, so he's no longer going to buy it because he's just, um, you know, he's going to, he's not going to be paying the, the craftsman. He's just going to pay for whatever sort of, you know, um, 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 side effect value he got from like showing goodwill to send it. He'll pay for that, but he's not going to be buying the product. He's going to be giving it back to the craftsman. So in Pneshu Kenose Sacher, so he's Potter because he's then just like a Shomer Sacher who is Potter for Onsen. So we see in this case that, um, when he's sending this, um, um, you know, thing that he bought from the craftsman to his father-in-law. So on the way, when he still might buy it, if his father-in-law likes it, he'll, he'll be a buyer. He'll pay for it. He'll buy it. So in that case, if, if something happens on the way, it's some kind of an onus, he's going to be chayv, just like Shmuel says. A certain middleman, um, had a donkey that he wanted to sell. And so, right, so the middleman took the donkey from the donkey owner, and he says, look, I'm, give me the donkey, and I'm going to try to sell it. So, Velo is Abon, and, but uh, it didn't work out. He didn't find anybody to uh, buy the uh, donkey. But the Hodar Isnis Chamro, and then on the way uh, back, the, um, on the way back, the donkey, some kind of onus happened to the donkey. Something unforeseeable happened to the donkey. Chayver of Nachman Shalume, Rav Nachman says that the middleman has to pay for the um, onsen. But Eisvei Rav of Rav Nachman, but Rav asked the kashat of Nachman. Nensu ba'licho chay b'chazar poter. We said davka right by this guy who was sending stuff to his father-in-law. We said davka if on the way to the father-in-law something happens, so he's going to be chayv onsen. But if it's on the way back, he would be poter for onsen. So here also, since the, 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 uh, something happened to the donkey on the way back, so then, um, he should be potter. He's not planning to buy it anymore, right? Cause the way it would work is that this middleman, if he sells it, so then, uh, he would basically sell it at a premium, at a markup, and, uh, pay the owner of the donkey for the, for, uh, he would basically purchase it from the owner of the donkey and then sell it at a, at a markup. So, um, so, so if that's the case, he was planning to be a buyer, but on the way back, if he's not going right, he didn't find any buyers. So then um, he should be um, he should be potter. He's no longer a buyer. So Amrle Chazara de Sapsira Olachahi to which Rav Nachman says, yeah. But even when the middleman is on the way back, he, it, it's as if he's like still going to sell it. Ilum Mashkach Lizabune. I feel above the vase. Ilum Zabune because this um, this uh, middleman. Sure, he didn't find any buyers, and now he's on his way back. But he, you know, he's not totally uh, defeated. You know, if somebody comes and now offers to buy this donkey, of course, in a second he would sell it. So therefore, even even the whole time of the way back, he's still considered a seller. And that is why he would um, be chayev even um, even on the uh, way back. Friends, that was off Lamed Aleph of Masechet Nedarim. Hope you enjoyed. Peace out.